welcome to News in Focus with your host, Chris Long, president of the Ohio Christian Alliance. Stay tuned for an analysis and conversation about the issues that matter most to you and your family. Here now with this week's edition of News in Focus is Chris Long. And good afternoon and welcome to this edition of News in Focus. We're glad that you've joined us. There is an information war that's raging right now in our country, and our liberty is at stake. We're talking about censorship that's taking place with major media and with major social media platforms. I'm going to read to you a statement that we put out from the Ohio Christian Alliance this week in the aftermath of the election and, of course, um, of voting day, November 3rd. The election is far from over, and it is not decided. And that's what you need to know is that the electors have not gathered. There are lawsuits pending in battleground states of Georgia, Pennsylvania, Michigan, Wisconsin, Nevada. Uh, so this election is far from over, and there is no declared winner, contrary to what major media is saying right now. Let me read you this statement. There is an information war that is taking place right now in America. The social media platforms of Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, and the search engine Google, along with major media of ABC, CBS, NBC, and MSNBC, and now Fox News, are censoring free speech. Ohio Christian Alliance and Christian Alliance of America, along with a number of conservative groups and political campaigns, have had their messages censored and ad requests denied repeatedly over the last two election cycles. The Ohio Christian Alliance is a nonpartisan organization. We do not publicly endorse or support any political party or candidate. However, Facebook has denied the OCA and CAA in both the 2018 and 2020 elections from running any promotional ad for our state and national voter guides. After the 2018 election, we brought our concerns to the attention of members of Congress and the U.S. Senate. Some congressional hearings were held and, and they brought uh, in the CEOs of the big tech companies, Mark Zuckerberg of Facebook, Jack Dorsey of Twitter, and Sundar Pichai uh, uh, of Google. However, nothing was done to truly correct the problem. Now those same members of Congress are experiencing censorship in their own political campaigns to their chagrin. Many are also upset with Fox News. Right now, they have turned off their TV sets. Once a reliable alternative to liberal media, major media, Fox News has now become one of them. And this election is not over. The president and his legal team are tracking down serious reports of, and documentation of election fraud in various battleground states that will make this election much closer. The smoking gun is that Dominion voting systems that was used in 24 states, including some of the battleground states, um, listen, this is a premature announcement by Fox News, the AP, and others that Joe Biden had won the election. Stay tuned, folks. This is far from over. Let's go to a audio clip of Senator Ted Cruz as there was hearings on uh, in Congress in, at the Senate this week, and the big tech uh, companies came back in. Let's listen to Senator Cruz as he's talking with Jack Dorsey of Twitter. Does voter fraud exist? I, I don't know for certain. Are you an expert in voter fraud? No, I'm not. Well, why then is Twitter right now putting purported warnings on virtually any statement about voter fraud? 
We're we're simply linking to a broader conversation so that people have more information. No, no, you're not. You put up a page that says, quote, voter fraud of any kind is exceedingly rare in the United States. That's not linking to a broader conversation. That's taking a disputed policy position. And you're a publisher when you're doing that. That was Senator Ted Cruz of Texas, and he is grilling uh, Jack Dorsey of Twitter. And look, folks, there's even bigger news that have broken. Senator Hawley presses Mark Zuckerberg on a whistleblower uh, complaint report alleging that Facebook is coordinating with Twitter and Google in censoring speech of people like you and me across the country. We're talking about the United States of America where the First Amendment is to reign. But folks, we're living in a time in which it's very scary, very Orwellian what's happening right now. Our First Amendment rights are being violated on social media platforms and in the major media. Our voices are being silenced. Pastor Al Davis, a board member of the Ohio Christian Alliance and also host of uh, Live with Pastor Al, is on the phone with us. Pastor Al, this is really frightening stuff. Your thoughts? Well, it absolutely is, Chris, and thank you for having me on today. You know, when when you think about it, the information is so vital to a free society. If people are going to hold free elections and, and be informed about the issues of the day, we need free access to, uh, to information. It's one of the reasons the First Amendment enshrines, you know, uh, uh, free speech in it. Well, that's right. You know, I'm looking at our Facebook page right now, and I just posted up a, a uh, article the other day, and this was from uh, One American Now, and it was a cyber analyst on Dominion voting systems. Shocking vulnerabilities. This was an absolutely accurate report. These are from eyewitnesses and uh, people involved um, in the tech industry, and there was nothing false about it, yet Facebook puts one of those uh, covers on the front of this, they flag it, false information, checked by independent fact-checkers, see why, and they gray it out. So everybody knows right away they've ugly shamed you. This is on the Ohio Christian Alliance Facebook membership page, Pastor Al. <laughs> and then it goes mm-hmm. down, they give their little link, it's like, well, here's the real story. And I'm like, this is ridiculous. And here's what I said on the top. I said, folks, So the Facebook thought police have marked this report from One American Now as false. This is what we mean by censorship by big tech and major media. Many of us are migrating off Twitter, Facebook, and away from major media, including most of the programming on Fox News, and are heading to Newsmax, One News Now, Parler, MeWe, Direct Email, and a host of great conservative commentators who have had their own podcasts and video programs uh, now moved to Rumble. They were they were censured on YouTube. Rumble is a new video platform that is an alternative to YouTube that has also been involved in censorship over conservative voices. That means YouTube has been. If you want a good search engine, also try DuckDuckGo. We'll get to that in a few minutes because, folks, we got some alternatives for you. we got some real practical things that you can do to start getting accurate news that's uncensored and, and folks, literally, if you're listening to the big alphabet networks and you're listening to uh, ABC Radio News, you are being indoctrinated right now. You are being dumbed down. They are actually trying to manipulate you that this election is over. And, folks, it is far from over. Pastor Al. 
Oh, you're absolutely right, Chris. And and as you're saying about these different alternatives that uh, people are migrating to in order to be able to freely post things and exchange ideas online, as I said before, this is so vital to a, a free society such as ours. And when you have somebody arbitrarily deciding what you can and what you cannot print, I mean, I've experienced it myself. Uh, things that I've been able to verify as true. And then, again, you get the thing, independent fact checker says that this is false. Something else, Chris, that's happened that's concerning to me, they've even gone back to things that I've posted a month or two ago where information has changed, and they put a flag on that and say, you posted false information. We're going to restrict how many people can see your site. Uh, this is just uncalled for in a free society. Oh, see, this is shadow. We talked about this two years ago. We had a gentleman on who wrote a major article who broke this story. I had to go back in our archives. Those of you that listen to this program over the years, it was two years ago in 2018 in the midterms. We had Art Moore of WorldNet Daily. He did a major feature article on censorship of big tech, and that's why this was all breaking. He's going to be on at the bottom of the hour, so you want to stay tuned. Art Moore is going to come back and give us an update of what happened in Capitol Hill this week. But now, Pastor Al, thankfully, there's actually voices of alarm uh, rising, not just from the political right, but also from the political left. Lots of people are concerned and worried and frightened by the kind of thought police censorship that we're seeing right now. Your thoughts? Well, absolutely. And when I was in the Air Force, it was during the Cold War, in the height of the Cold War. And, uh, of course, you know, the the Soviet Union, uh, Russia and the uh, the United Soviet Socialist Republics that Russia was the chief among, um, the way they maintained control is they very carefully restricted what you could or could not say, uh, not only in print or on the air, no Internet at that time, uh, but also what you could or could not say Privately, they had uh, East Germany, for instance, the Stasi was was notorious for their network of snitches, spies, people who would rat on their neighbors, their family, their friends, and say that somebody was saying things that uh, wasn't permitted. Uh, Communist China does the same thing today. Even the big tech companies have entered into agreements with the Communist Chinese Party uh, to limit some of the things that, that can be found out there. And uh, this is very dangerous. Uh, people need to uh, look at what's happening and uh, and vote with their feet, so to speak, by going to these alternative platforms. The Bible says, and you shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. You know, folks, we need to have the truth today told to us. And we're living in a time when men would rather embrace lies than the truth. And what we're telling you right now is absolutely true. Censorship is taking place. What you need to do is follow some of the more reliable sources of media that are out there now. Newsmax is one of them. In fact, many people are migrating to Newsmax television. You can find it on your um, uh, cable network, or you can actually just go to their website, uh, Newsmax.com, uh, and you can follow them there. We're also following um, One News Now. That's like a Christian-oriented uh, uh, print uh, media, and that's online as well. It's One News Now, so Newsmax, One News Now, uh, search engine DuckDuckGo. Now, why are we talking about that? Well, Google is what we've you know all used for a while, and they are a monopoly, folks, and now they're in coordination with the censorship that's going on. I want you to do a little bit of a test. 
I want you to take any subject matter or a search, and like let's say that you're looking for something or a specific article. Go ahead and use Google, then use DuckDuckGo and see the difference. You know, Pastor, as I was using Google, I'm like, why am I being routed away from the very thing I'm looking for, and they're putting up these other liberal things at the top of the search bar? Why is this happening repeatedly? Well, Google is doing that on purpose. If you go to DuckDuckGo, they have a whole other criteria. And, folks, I was looking for some articles today, and it's fun to do the comparison, and you will see the difference. So go, uh, I would say for your search purposes on information, on articles, whether it's about COVID-19, the pandemic, about uh, uh, some of the restrictions that are going on that are unconstitutional about the pandemic, not only here in Ohio but in other places, go to DuckDuckGo. Here's another news site, Canoes. That's K-N-E-W-Z, Canoes. Now, that's uh, we used to go to the Drudge Report. The Drudge Report is terrible. Everybody's left Drudge Report now. Canoes now uh, is basically, it's a clearinghouse of some news. So you might want to use that as kind of a source. It will have a different uh, a variety of articles up there. And it's not just like the same old traditional articles. You can go down the list, and they have all kinds of topics of the day. Uh, so that use that as kind of a search engine of uh, what's happening in the news. So K News uh, and uh, basically One News Now, Newsmax, uh, World Net Daily, of course, and we'll have Art Moore with us uh, a little bit later in the program. And then also, we are leaving Twitter. Twitter is actually censured. Get this, folks. They censored the president of the United States, Donald J. Trump. Think about that. They're they're censuring U.S. senators and congressmen. But folks. Why is this happening? Because we're permitting it to happen. If you stay with those who abuse you, shame on you. Shame on me if I do that. I've already announced to our folks, we're migrating off of Twitter. We're not staying where we're not welcome. Meaning, if we're censured in our speech, then we're not going to stay there. We're going to go to other sources. Right now, Parler is a great alternative, and it's a free speech platform, Parler. And so if you wanted to find us there, it's uh, capital C, it's Chris Long 714. That's how you'd find us on Parler, and we ask you to join us on Parler. And, uh, again, you could find us and start following us at Chris Long at uh, just Chris Long 714 is our handle on Parler. Pastor Al, your thoughts? Oh, you're right, and I've been doing this myself as well. I've been experimenting with that, and Parler is such an excellent site. Um, in fact, it, it for a while, I don't know if it still is, but I believe last week at one point it was the number one downloaded app in the world. So many people were going to it, and it was hard for them to keep up. It was slowing down and things just because so many people were going there. Uh, and then, of course, uh, um, you mentioned that it's a good uh, uh, alternative to Twitter, and uh, so I've, I've gone there myself with uh, some of our things for uh, myself and our church and our radio program. And uh, oh, there's also good alternatives out there for Facebook, which is also uh, like we've been talking about censoring things. That's right. And I forgot to mention uh, CBN, Christian Broadcasting Network, and the Epoch Times, by the way. So I subscribe to them. Some of their articles are now free that you can read them online. The Epoch Times is another one, of course. Breitbart. So let me go through the list again. If you've got a pencil and paper, Newsmax, One News Now, OAN, Canoes, Breitbart, CBN, Christian Broadcasting Network, Epoch Times. Then go to some conservative commentators who are reliable, like Dennis Prager, Mark Levin, Dan Bongino, Dinesh D'Souza, 
Diamond and Silk, they actually left Fox News. They went to Newsmax, and they're two Christian gals. You've seen Diamond and Silk, and, and I'm telling you, they're, they're folks, they're great gals. They actually just tell the truth, and they're Christian women. And then the Blaze. You know, folks, we have alternatives, but, you know, shame of us if we just stay in the same rut. But, you know, Pastor, the good news is I'm talking to people that I didn't even think that know about this now, and they're all migrating away from Fox News. They're all migrating away from national media, and uh, they're finding alternative uh, sources to connect with each other. And, folks, this is what's coming, because there's a dark cloud over our country right now. I don't need to tell you that. The tension is real. It's not just the pandemic, but it's everything that we've dealt with. With the, There's been an unholy spirit that has been unleashed on this nation, trying to bring racial divide trying to divide the people uh, politically and in every other way. We as Christians, we need to pray through this time. We need to be a light in the darkness. We need to be those who are uh, shining and standing out. And how do we do that? By being those who tell the truth as well. The Bible says, speak the truth in love. And so if we see lies, we see these kinds of things, we need to alert people to them. Isn't that right, Pastor Al? Oh, you're right. Again, because, you know, the Bible even says that, that God said, my people are destroyed for what? Lack of knowledge. And but, if we can't get this out, what's that going to do to God's people? Well, I'd like to also invite you to our website, Ohio Christian Alliance. Just search that. We used to say Google that. I now say search that. Use DuckDuckGo, Ohio Christian Alliance. Yes. And uh, on the top of the page, you're going to see a uh, article that says tens of thousands come to Washington on Saturday and stood stood for election truth. The streets of Washington D.C. were filled with freedom-loving Americans on Saturday. As the investigation lawsuits go forward, the election is still undecided between President Trump and Joe Biden. As we reported earlier, there is information war. Major media suppressing the very credible reports of sworn affidavits, eyewitnesses, and documents that are going to be presented in court in key battleground uh, states that may change the numbers dramatically in favor of the president. Now, it was a great, peaceful gathering in Washington, D.C. Maybe some of you saw it, and it was on Saturday. The weather was good. Everybody gathered. It was all peaceful until the end when people started leaving. And Trump supporters and people that went to the rally were attacked maliciously by Black Lives Matter thugs and Antifa. Folks, go to our website. You can read this. This and then you, you click on the video, and it's very upsetting. We even had to warn our people when we put it on our email list, warning the videos are disturbing. And people were assaulted. They waited until they were away from the crowd, and then they surrounded them and started beating on them. Folks, this kind of violence is happening in our country. You need to be aware of it. You need to be aware of what is going on right now. When we say there's a war of information, unfortunately... There's a war that's going on in our nation right now, for the soul of our nation, for the republic itself. Pastor Al, I've heard some people, and I'm not talking about your conspiracy theorists. I'm talking about well-known journalists have been talking about this is a dangerous time. We are seeing actual, uh, we're in a revolution right now. I mean, those kinds of terms right now that are being said by well-known and well-respected uh, leaders and journalists, we are in a crossroads in America. Pastor Al, your thoughts? Well, you're right. And there has been a concerted effort for many years on the left to try to change this country and change the direction of this country. And many of them believe in bringing the country to a crisis that they can come in 
and uh, offer their plans as a way to rebuild the country. And so, yes, this is part of that. This is a, a spiritual battle that we're in. We wrestle not against flesh and blood, the Bible says. The Bible says we, we're battling spiritual wickedness in high places. And so God's people need to be in prayer and be aware of what's going on. Folks, uh, when we talk about the election fraud that took place, uh, Pastor, let's just touch on it about the Dominion election systems. We're hearing more and more about this with the president's attorneys that have credible evidence that election fraud was going on. The difference between uh, um, voter fraud is an individual maybe voting multiple times under different aliases. Election fraud it's one that is on a much larger scale. Tell us about uh, the uh, Dominion systems and why this is a major problem. Well, this is a system. It's it's a Canadian company, and uh, they have been used by a number of states in order to uh, uh, use their software in order to count the ballots and things. And uh, there's uh, so many reports now that system the system. Uh, switched votes from Trump to Biden, uh, that uh, it uh, allowed for people to vote that uh, were uh, not, al- you know, not alive, they were dead. And uh, just so many things. It's a, it's, it, this is voter uh, manipulation on a large scale um, uh, when you're manipulating the software. And uh, you said about how in Georgia, for instance, two counties, and now uh, Epoch Times says a third county in Georgia now they have found votes that were not counted, uh, and it's been giving a boost to President Trump. Uh, but when you see how he was leading, uh, when everybody went to, to bed on election night, then several key states all stopped. They had software updates and things. They all stopped their count, and then they came back, the voted flipped with Biden leading. And uh, it's very suspicious. Well, that's right. And up in Warren County, which is the Detroit area, at four in the morning on election night, four vehicles show up with with boxes of the ballots, and they counted 136,000 ballots, all for Joe Biden. Now, folks, if that's not voter fraud, I don't know what is. But this is what they're getting to the bottom two of with these lawsuits. So pray for the president. Pray for our country. And right now, Find ways to get information that's more reliable. Go to Parler. Go to Newsmax. Go to One News Now. Uh, these are uh, reliable areas where you can go. Also, Christian Broadcasting Network, World Net Daily. Find those different um, uh, conservative sites. In fact, we're going to post that up on our website. So I'm going to say visit the Ohio Christian Alliance website, and we'll have a suggested guide of some conservative, reliable news sources that you can start using on a daily basis. Put them in your quick browser that you can use when you sit down at your desktop computer or on your smartphone. You can go to these sources and get reliable information and join Parler and join the party of reliable information in a timely manner. Pastor Al, thanks for being my guest this after hour. I appreciate you and uh, all Thank you're doing. Thank you very much. Thank you. And stick around. On the other side of the break, we're going to be joined by Art Moore of WorldNet Daily. He's the one who broke this story two years ago. He's going to be giving us an update of what took place on Capitol Hill this week and what this really all means as censorship is taking place in the United States of America. Don't go away. We'll be right back.
Almighty God, our sons, pride of our nation, this day have set upon a mighty endeavor, a struggle to preserve our republic, our religion, and our civilization, and to set free a suffering humanity. And the soldiers who stormed the beaches of Normandy and the Allied liberation of Europe. On D-Day, all those warriors set out on their mission. President Franklin Delano Roosevelt led our nation in prayer. The D-Day Prayer Project is an effort to add FDR's D-Day Prayer in its entirety at the World War II Memorial in Washington, D.C. This wonderful historical presidential prayer will be a lasting tribute to our World War II veterans. If you'd like to make a contribution towards the effort of adding this prayer to the memorial, go to the website at ddayprayerproject.org. That's ddayprayerproject.org. I'm Johnette Cruz, and I'm a busy mom. Then a friend told me about TrustBlueReview.com, a new website powered by the Christian Blue Network. She uses it to find trusted Christian-owned businesses. I checked it out, read the helpful reviews, and found a great family dentist. Now I use TrustBlueReview for all my family's needs. For peace of mind, do what I did. Visit TrustBlueReview.com or download their free mobile app from your app store today. The trusted source for all you do. Trust Blue Review. Will my kids like this dentist? Can I trust this mechanic? Who's a good choice for my upcoming remodel? I found businesses I can trust from TrustBlueReview.com. This company rebuilt our deck and renovated our bathroom. I'd highly recommend them to anyone looking to hire an honest contractor. The best dentist experience I've ever had. It's now easy to find trusted businesses in my community that have the same Christian values as my family. It all starts at TrustBlueReview.com or download their app in the App Store today. The trusted source for all you do. Trust Blue and we're back, and we're going to continue our discussion on censorship. And uh, I want to thank Pastor Al for uh, joining us the first half hour. But again, as we talk about what's going on in our country right now, it's so alarming. It's our Orwellian. Uh, I want to go back to that uh, clip by Ted Cruz uh, when he was drilling um, Jack Dorsey of Twitter this week about censorship. Let's go back to that. Does voter fraud exist? I, I don't know for certain. Are you an expert in voter fraud? No, I'm not. Well, why then is Twitter right now putting purported warnings on virtually any statement about voter fraud? We're, we're simply linking to a broader conversation so that people have more information. No, no, you're not. You put up a page that says, quote, voter fraud of any kind is exceedingly rare in the United States. That's not linking to a broader conversation. That's taking a disputed policy position. And you're a publisher when you're doing that. And that was Ted Cruz grilling uh, Jack Dorsey of Twitter and the censorship that is continuing. We're talking about how Twitter censured President Trump during the election, literally taking his tweets down. And then other senators and congressmen experienced the same thing. We warned about this two years ago uh, when we had Art Moore of World Net Daily who wrote a uh, breaking article on it. Uh, bef uh, during the 2018 election. We warned members of Congress then about the problem, and to their chagrin, they experienced it themselves this time in 2020. Our organization has experienced that censorship along with other conservative voices, and that's why many of us are moving off those platforms of Twitter and Facebook and going to more reliable sources and other reliable outlet news outlets instead of the major media uh, that basically is just uh, propaganda at this point. 
With me on the phone is Art Moore, and he is a writer for WorldNet Daily. Art, welcome to the program. Hey, thank you, Chris. So this week, uh, they had hearings on Capitol Hill once again. Things are really heating up. In fact, Senator Hawley uh, pressed uh, Mark Zuckerberg, and basically there was a whistleblower that uh, indicated that there, there was coordination between Google, Twitter, and Facebook. Now, this is what we've all long suspected, but here a insider whistleblower basically broke the story. Your thoughts on that? Yeah, it's it's remarkable. I think even more remarkable is the response. So Josh Hawley was talking about this internal tool called Centra that Facebook uses. And basically, it, it spies on users even when they're not using Facebook. It collects all of this data, personal information, the web pages you go to, your linked accounts, and so forth. And, and Hawley asked Zuckerberg about it. And Zuckerberg says, well, I, I'm not really familiar with the name of that tool. And, and Holly asked, well, well, do you have such a tool, or are you saying it doesn't exist? And, and he just says, well, Senator, I'm not familiar with it. But then it turns out, upon further investigation, that, yeah, they do have such a tool. And uh, as you were mentioning, there's also this um, other uh, internal program called Tasks, and it enables Facebook to communicate with Twitter and Google and to suggest uh, you know, certain accounts or 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 subjects that they should censor. And uh, this, of course, played a huge role in this election in many ways, but specifically in this Hunter Biden story, which really was a Joe Biden story, uh, the laptop that appeared that provided new information. It's a, it's a story that, that we've been reporting for years, but the new information indicating Joe Biden was was tied into this whole influence peddling scheme a deal with China, you know, let alone you know Ukraine, uh, huge implications for the election. But uh, as we know, Twitter famously uh, censored that story. Facebook also uh, limited its uh, distribution. And uh, this is the thing that's really uh, remarkable. Is there was a poll that was done after the election, and they asked Biden voters, did you know about this Hunter Biden story? And something like one-third said, no, haven't heard about it. And then they asked, among those who hadn't heard, well, if you had heard before the election, would you have voted for Biden? And enough people said no, that it would have changed the outcome. At least, I mean, when we talk about the outcome, of course, that's a whole other story. But as, at least as far as the count we have, it certainly would have changed the outcome if people had known about that. So here's social media uh, having, at least according to this poll, a, a very direct influence on the election. We've been sounding the alarm on this for some time. Two years ago, we had you on this very program. You wrote a, a breaking article uh, on World Net Daily about it. They got wide publicity and exposure. But yet, uh, members of Congress knew about it. They started having some hearings, but they were so busy with so many other things as the Democrats were attacking the president, whether it was um, Russia or Ukraine or impeachment, uh, that they finally got around to some hearings, but it was too little, too late. By the time the 2020 campaign was off and running, then when you have in the closing days and weeks before the campaign uh, of the voting, the president's tweets are actually being censured. Art, I got to tell you, I you know I've I've lived through everything. You know, I'm I'm 62, so I've lived through the Cuban Missile Crisis. I've lived through the assassin, assassination of a president, the Vietnam War, 9/11. I've seen a lot in my lifetime. 
I've never seen where I thought that a president of the United States would be censured in our own country. Your thoughts? Yeah, I I think, you know, on one hand, it, it is amazing, but I think if you, you know, go back over those decades uh, of, of your life, you, you can see that, you know, in the 19, well, actually, after World War II, you had, uh, you know, the socialists who came and infiltrated the institutions, uh, the academic institutions, and then brought her into media and uh, and created this this uh, alternative narrative uh, of of America as uh, you know a country that should be despised. And uh, I, I think, in short, you know that that particular uh, you know globalist collectivist uh, ideology. Um, it has so saturated uh, our institutions that uh, you know somebody like Trump, uh, who is taking us you know back to the original uh, founding, the ideas, the principles of our nation, uh, is is going to be suppressed. I mean that's that's the very nature of of collectivism is this totalitarian impulse to to shut down free speech. So in one sense, it's not surprising, but it, but it does it does shock us when we see. You know, the president of the United States uh, saying things that are at the very least disputed. I mean, you can dispute that. We can have an argument. But no, we're not going to have an argument because we can't allow that viewpoint. We've we've experienced this over years with major media of ABC, NBC, CBS, uh, MSNBC, CNN, the the, uh, cable news networks. Fox News was always an alternative, a reliable alternative for conservative voices. You know, I've heard people say, well, if you just go to those conservative platforms, you'll be in an echo chamber. Look, I've been in an echo chamber of liberalism my entire life, you know, pushing at me and shoving down my throat socialism and, and uh, uh, you know, anti-God views. Uh, so, you know, I'm not too concerned about that at this point. I want to be able to get an alternative view. Now Fox News has become one of them. They've lost many, literally millions of viewers since the election night. People could not understand what was happening with the once reliable conservative news, uh, cable news outlet, Fox News. Your thoughts of what happened on uh, election night and really what's been leading up to that for some time, but it really came to a head on election night. Yeah, and I, and I was, uh, as I was reporting uh, the election on that night, I was you know, listening to, to Fox News, and it was this election headquarters uh, desk, the, you know, the people that that sit in this room and, and, you know, crunch all the numbers and try to figure out uh, whether or not they can call certain states, you know, project who's going to win. And they have people in there like Chris Dyer Walt and this uh, uh, Michigan um, who came on and tried to defend, you know, his decision or their decision to call Arizona way in advance. And, uh, you know, you, you can, you can see um, in, in those people, you know, just by, uh, their viewpoint that that they're they're establishment you know people and uh, so I think you have a lot of different figures on on Fox obviously Tucker Carlson uh, Laura Ingram Sean Hannity who who say things differently but but the people uh, you know in in management there's been a huge change there where Murdoch has has given some control to his sons and uh, you know if there's just a, a I think uh, a, a shift toward the, the establishment that rules CNN and MSNBC, 
And so I, there, there's definitely, there's a battle there that's, that's going on. I, I think, you know, if you, if you watch Tucker Carlson tonight, for example, you'll, you'll see a different viewpoint, but uh, clearly the, you know, the management is uh, trying to push things more toward um, the direction of CNN and MSNBC. And in, in light of that, there's so many people now who have just immediately switched to uh, Newsmax TV and uh, OANN and, and are spending more time probably uh, on, on different uh, alternative news sites. Well, that's right, and people are migrating away in large numbers, even people I talk to every day. I'm seeing legislators announce on Twitter, okay, here in Ohio, hey, I'm leaving Twitter. I'm, here's my parlor account. You can meet, reach me there. And I actually saw him at the State House yesterday and talked to him about that. I said, I really appreciate your announcement out there. And I'm seeing family members. I was, you know, people I never thought, you know, extended family members saying, yeah, I've turned off Fox. I'm going to alternative sites. I'm looking up Newsmax. I mean, these are people that would not have done that in the past. And like you said, this Arnon Mishkin, who was the uh, decision desk person on Fox News that night, we watched, and uh, to our chagrin, I mean, Ohio should have been called early on. We knew Ohio was going for Trump a month out from the election, what, maybe five-plus points. It went out to eight points. He won Ohio hands down and Florida. And they were calling all these other states for Biden and refused. to fight. Even CNN was calling... Uh, Ohio for Fox, and even CNN was calling uh, uh, Florida for, I mean, uh, for uh, Trump. But they would not do it, um, you know, on Fox News. I'm like, what in the world is going on here? Everybody saw it, and it was maddening. Then the stop of the voting. When do you stop voting? Why do you stop voting? Why? I mean, why do you stop counting the vote, in other words, at night? Well, then we all went to sleep at 4 o'clock in the morning. Four vans, a vehicle show up at the... uh, uh, Detroit, uh, you know, election center with a bunch of ballots projected that there's 136,000 ballots all for Joe Biden and put into the count. This is where people start losing confidence in the system right now. And I got to tell you, uh, Art, across the the, uh, the the scale, I've seen people now just start really losing faith in a lot of our institutions over this, and they're really not knowing what to do. So getting good and reliable information from conservative platforms going far further uh, in the future is so critical because regardless of what happens with the election results, it's imperative that we get proper information. Your thoughts on that? Oh, I, I think it is because the establishment media narrative now is that, uh, yeah, there may be some voter fraud. Okay, we'll concede that there were some dead voters and what have you, but not nearly enough to shift the vote totals. And the the fact is, though, that there are, uh, in addition to to countless uh, sworn affidavits that have been uh, submitted uh, showing irregularities of all different kinds, there's also this issue, which you know sounds crazy to a lot of people, but there are some very serious lawyers who have a very good track record who are saying that they see the the evidence that these Dominion voting system machines are able to be manipulated and that they were manipulated to change hundreds of thousands, if not millions of votes. And right now, uh, you know, there actually is a little bit of information that's, that's leaking out, but these Trump campaign lawyers, uh, Sidney Powell, uh, Rudy Giuliani, and also Lynn Wood, they're, they're all saying, uh, you know, they've, they've seen the evidence and, and when it comes out, it will be con- convincing. 
And I just saw today uh, Lynn Wood talking about Georgia. He says that he's seen irrefutable evidence that this current uh, recount is is fraudulent. You know, saying that the top officials in Georgia instructed the local election officials just to just to give us the original vote count and not the hand recount. And so all of, all of this, um, at, at least at the very least, should give pause to. Associated Press and and other establishment media outlets to say uh, you, you can't just say that, that there's not serious uh, allegations and, and let's but let's you know go through the process and and let's see the evidence and also you know furthermore continue the process that the founding fathers put in place to certify the elections and the state legislatures you know have to elect the the slate to the electoral college and the electoral college has to meet on on December 14th and decide and i think what a lot of people are missing is that that the the founders really put the, the these votes these are all state votes it's not a national vote these state votes in the hands of the state legislatures it's really up to them to discern whether or not the the actual you know popular vote was legitimate. I mean, they, this is not a, a pure democracy. It's a republic where we ask uh, people to to do this work for us and to discern, you know, for us whether or not there was was fraud, and not just simply say we're going to take, you know, these election officials at their word. Well, that's right. And as we go forward, I mean, you know, we we think about the, uh, you know, we grew up during the time of the Cold War, the Iron Curtain. Uh, there was Radio Free uh, Europe. Remember, it was uh, a broadcast channel to make sure that people behind the Iron Curtain could get reliable news. And, uh, you know, the BBC and, and uh, Radio Free Europe was actually broadcasting into Europe because these people were fed propaganda uh, by the United uh, USSR, and uh, they couldn't get any reliable news. I mean, it's getting pretty scary here in America when we realize that it is a monolith of just the same thing, you know, we used to laugh when Rush Limbaugh would play the montage. They would have their talking points, and, it, and you heard like the 20 different uh, talking heads on the same channel within a couple of hours each other say the same talking points. And you say, well, how did that happen? Well, because they're given a sheet to talk, and, and that's it. There's not an original thought among any of them. Nobody's having free thought here, folks. And so what are they doing? They're pushing propaganda, and they're, they're manipulating the populace. You know, they really can do that, and they can form opinion. And like you said, by not publicizing the, uh, you know, uh, Biden's uh, laptop, you know, his son's laptop, th- this is a problem, because if, if that had been known and all that was on that laptop and the deals with China and deals with Russia and, you know, using the influence of his uh, father's uh, vice presidential office uh, to, for these millions and millions of dollars of deals would have swayed people's opinion. They made sure that that was not out there in the general public. So in other words, folks, what else are they not telling us? So there was a large peaceful gathering in Washington, D.C. to support the president and to speak out against voter fraud and uh, stop the steal of vote that's taking place. And it was a very peaceful march. But afterwards, as everybody was trying to get to their cars, Black Lives Matter and Antifa thugs went after these people, and there was a lot of uh, violence done to people that went to the march. Art, the major media didn't cover that. Your thoughts on that? 
Yeah, I I think you know it's it's part and parcel to their really covering for these two groups, uh, mostly for Black Lives Matter, and and of course we always have to say, of course Black Lives Matter, and the problem though is that that this organization was started by people who boast of being trained Marxists. And if you look at their agenda, it's not really about black lives. It's really in line with, you know, the general move toward collectivism. It's, it's, it's socialist, if not communist. And, uh, and so the, the media, uh, just, you know, just looks the other way. And, uh, their, their response was, uh, well, you know, these videos that are turning up on the internet of, um, like this, this guy coming up and, and clocking an older man and knocking him out. Um, it, it's it's out of context, <laughs> you know, as if well. That's the, the what they were man, saying. It's out of context. Out of context. So it's, as as if you know. Well, before that, we're missing video of the older man, maybe you know, saying a naughty word or something or what? what you know what? And there actually were uh, all over social media. Uh, videos that were minutes long that provided all the context you needed. And, and, but furthermore, why wouldn't you want to investigate that? I thought that's the job of reporters is to say, okay, there's a lead here. Let's check this out. Let's go see if we can find the people who were in that video and talk to them. Why they don't even want to do that. There's no curiosity because they have no intention of reporting those stories. Well, see, and that's why when I saw CBN uh, publish this and then we put out a release to our people, we wanted them to know that there was a large rally, but then we warned them that the embedded within this report from Christian Broadcasting News was the violent videos, and there was a collage of them. They needed to see what happened to peaceful protesters after they went home, and this was happening in the streets of our nation's capital and one incident of an interracial couple that supported the president, was there peacefully, together with their children, were accosted by Black Lives Matter thugs in front of the White House. Now, you've got to ask yourself a question, folks. What kind of country are we living in now? What are these people really about? You know, Art, I was in our state capitol yesterday. It's the first time I've been there since the May 28th riots that took place in downtown Columbus, where our state capitol was hosted. And i got to tell you, much of it is still boarded up. It was a surreal setting. It was very eerie. At 2.30 in the afternoon, going to a hearing at the State House on legislation, we saw basically desolate streets. I mean, this was a bustling metropolis in, our state, uh, in the middle of our state, our state capital. And what's happening is, uh, because of all that, the police have been caused to stand down by um, a Democratic mayor, and uh, the people do not feel safe to even go downtown, and Columbus hosts our state government. So this has been across the country, as we know, but that, again, it raises its ugly head in Washington, D.C. after a peaceful uh, gathering in Washington, D.C., and when people were leaving. So where where's this all going, and how are we going to be informed about what's happening in the future, uh, and how are we going to know that we're getting reliable news and not just fed propaganda? Art, your thoughts on that? Well, you know, this is the question. And by the way, I live near Seattle, and our downtown is boarded up as well. That's you know, right near the the so-called chop zone, the you know the independent little state that existed for some weeks. And uh, there's yeah, businesses that are fleeing by the droves, and so it's it's a it's a serious problem. But the whole issue of news, I, I think uh, 
thankfully, there there still is uh, relatively free internet. There are alternatives, and uh, Parler is an alternative, P-A-R-L-E-R, to Twitter that has uh, just spiked in its um, membership in, in recent days. And that's a place where you can go. Um, uh, I the, There is a problem, you know, certainly with distribution of, of um, stories uh, from sites like ours. We we relied a lot on, on Facebook, uh, as did many others, and Facebook, you know, shut that down um, just after the 2016 election. Um, but it's still possible to go to our sites and, and to find um, more reliable news. And, and I think, you know, for the individual, it's just going to be a matter of um, taking initiative and, and, and just learning, uh, maybe, you know, taking in, you know, a dozen different sites to try to, uh, to get an assessment of, of what's going on. But, but certainly, uh, you know, the, the, the main you know, gatekeepers, the establishment media gatekeepers uh, are have so bought into this narrative that they can't be trusted. And I, I thought I'd seen everything, but this Hunter Biden story, the way that they ignored that and, and called it you know, Russian disinformation, I, I've never seen it so brazen just to say, we're not going to investigate this story with scads of evidence that is hard evidence, you know, clear, you know, emails that can be verified by the metadata and all the people who are in the string. Uh, we're just, we're just going to ignore it because if, if we report this, Joe Biden is going to lose. And that's really what it comes down to. And so we, we, do, we just have to be more entrepreneurial and, and, and aggressive in getting the news. And uh, I think we can still do it uh, before they pull the plug on the whole Internet. Well, folks, also you can go to worldnetdaily.com. That's WND.com. And I'm looking at a story right now where I'm not finding other places. And this is what we're talking about, Linwood Bombshell. In irrefutable evidence of fraud in Georgia recount, attorney assistant assisting a campaign claims Trump won reelection in a 70% landslide. This is a reliable attorney. You need to get this information. You need to go to these websites. Uh, Art, how can people follow you in your uh, uh, articles and journals and writings? Sure. Yeah, I think the, the easiest way to, to find my stories, my byline stories, is... Uh, you can just type into search um, Art Moore, A-R-T-M-O-O-R-E, author. And uh, I'm trying to keep up with this day by day with uh, in this extraordinary time that we're in. Absolutely. Thanks for being my guest today. If you missed any of today's program, you can hear it in its entirety at our website at ohioca.org or just search Ohio Christian Alliance. And we're asking you to start using DuckDuckGo. That's a direct uh, uh, search engine that will help you a much better DuckDuckGo. But uh, also, you can find us at Parlor at Chris Long 714. That's on Parlor, Chris Long 714. And so, uh, anyways, folks, this is what we're going to need to start doing and connecting with each other and getting real reliable information. Thanks for listening. God bless you. We'll see you next time. You have been listening to News in Focus with your host, Chris Long, president of the Ohio Christian Alliance. To learn more about the issues that matter most to you and your family, visit online at ohioca.org. 
That's ohioca.org. Thank you for listening. This program is sponsored by the Ohio Christian Alliance of Akron, Ohio.